Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tatiana Andrusov's podcast, The World Through the Heart. This week on Nostalgia in Pandemic Times. Tatiana is a novelist basing most of her novels on her experience working throughout the world with the United Nations. Her books can be found on Amazon. And now, here's Tatiana. It's quite normal, of course. You can't go to your favorite coffee place and have a cup of joe or cappuccino. But think again. If you are my age, and I don't hide it, I'm 72, an oldie. You remember the days when coffee here in the States was your instant Maxwell, or something like it. No wonder you had to have cream with it, and lots of sugar, because, wow, it didn't have any taste. In fact, do you realize that the first Starbucks opened in Seattle in 1970 and did not have a New York location until 1994? I know, because I lived mostly in Rome and then Paris in the 1980s and the 1990s and found it even hard to get good coffee beans in New York when I came to visit my parents. At that time, the only good coffee I could get was at Macy's. I had my blend, then discovered orange coffee on First Avenue when I visited in 1989. What a find! You may be stuck at home, but you can go to the supermarket and have a choice of all kinds of grounds and have or get great coffee-making machines from simple ones that go on the stove, that's what I have, or the incredible barman-type contraptions that make striking double espressos. In fact, go back to my books, even before they cut the ivy, set in the 1960s in an elite college, and you will have comments about coffee. I started writing it in the late 60s in Geneva, Switzerland, where the coffee was great, and you can bet that I drank quite a few cups sitting watching the lake. As in these pandemic times, I run, walk, stop, as I walk my dog, a Swiss shepherd named Puga, who's about 100 pounds, I see quite a few people running and walking with dogs, without dogs, couples, friends, men, and women alone, people of all ages. Hey, do you think that is natural? Certainly isn't for women. Though girls were allowed to compete in a special run in ancient Greece, Women did not take part in the Olympics, and women were barred from running in the Olympics. In fact, women were not allowed to have an 800-meter run in the Olympics until the 1960s, as they were deemed too frail to endure anything like that. You were quite weird if you were a woman runner as late as the 1970s and 1980s. When I ran in the back roads of Geneva in the 1970s, I had my gawkers. 
farmers with or without their dogs, who came and stood by the side of the road to watch me. No, they didn't bother me, but they watched. Remember, women were not officially admitted to the Boston Marathon until 1972, as the Amateur Athletics Union did not allow women to run marathons until 1971. But you can see the attitudes in my books, Choices and the Question of Seduction, both in Eros and Agape. Now, for bars and the reactions to having them closed or only open for business outside. I've gone to coffee places alone, but never to a bar. In fact, as far as I remember, I've never gone to a bar with just another woman. I have only dared go to a bar, and that is a rare occasion, if I had an escort, a man. You see, I'm still subject to that mental prohibition. That is that a proper woman does not go to a bar. The idea of meeting people in a bar is just out of my league. However, it seems that is no longer the case now, especially among the younger generation. You have just heard the words proper woman. Well, the definition of that has certainly changed over the years. How many women today will even accept those words? Yet they certainly are defined as proper or improper women, and to a much greater extent than many of them would admit or accept, even today. It is also, however, true for men, but in a different way. Even today, a woman who stays at home to take care of children is not considered to be some kind of funny person. Even a woman who stays home because her husband has a great position and can provide a very good life is hardly criticized. In fact, if you look at statistics, you will note that women's participation in the workforce in the U.S. actually peaked at the end of the 20th century and has gone down following the trend in many countries in the world. Surprised? How about that this is true even given the fact that women now earn more bachelor, master, and doctorate degrees than men. Now, if a man stays at home to take care of children, people will refrain from saying things in public, but many will have questions about the kind of man that is when the conversation is more private. The percentage of stay-at-home fathers is around 7, of stay-at-home mothers is around 27. Of course, if a man stays at home and does nothing, if his wife has a great job and makes loads of money, there will be looks that speak so much louder than words. We still hold men and women to different standards. That is why 
even though we are living in a different world, one where in this United States couples, for example, are marrying later and later, now around 28 for women and 30 for men, versus 21 for women and 23 for men 50 years ago. The idea of navigating in a man's world still holds true. So, as you see more men and women walking with strollers or accompanying children on bikes during this pandemic, as you see men and women walking and running together or separately, smile and go back or learn the realities of the past, the realities that have led to changes, and see these realities as they have shaped and shape the world. And you can do this, certainly, by reading my books. Next week, I will have more. Thank you again, Tatiana. That was a positive way of looking at what we are going through. If you would like to read Tatiana's books, go to Amazon and choose the one or ones you like. The books are Before They Cut the Ivy, Mangoes and Blood, Choices, A Question of Seduction Arrows, and A Question of Seduction Agape, all available in electronic or paperback version. And we'll see you again next time. (music) 